It's London in 1947, and the Daunton Dervish Detective Agency has been running more or less successfully for nearly two years. But it's not all work. We're off to the theatre. At least that was the plan. Behind the clock. But they clearly weren't behind the clock. They were behind the clock at one time. We've had a reorganisation since then. Several. We moved the clock. Then the ticket should have been. Oh, I don't know. Look, if we have to pay again, then it's worth sold it. Sold out. I'm sorry. The old Vic is completely sold out. Oh dear. Oh no. That really sold is the limit. I'm sorry, Josephine. Still on the bright side, we could go to the cinema. The Odeon Leicester Square. I don't want to go to the cinema. I want to see Ronald Calloway. Oh, look at the posters! Back after a long absence from the stage, one of the more interesting Hamlets since the war. Well, there's hardly been time for much competition. Perhaps, but I remember him so well from when he was a matinee idol. Dark hair, pale cheeks, burning eyes. All the girls were head over heels in love with him. We travel up. And talking of travelling, we could catch a bus and still make it to Leicester Square. Tickets, anyone? Wait, Susan. Anyone want tickets for the show? Isn't that? It is. Waterloo, Eddie Reed. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Well, hey, long time no see. Not since I helped you recover that silverware for Asprey. Which your son had stolen. Yeah, well, ten-year-olds can be a bit of handful sometimes, but thanks to you, the nipper's name went unmentioned. Eddie, if you have tickets, we've mislaid ours. You see. Say no more. Choose your spot. Here, front row stalls. Oh, marvellous! What do I owe you? Well, considering what I owe you, my darling, they're free. So <laughs> for ten bob, I could get them to change the ending. Uh, thank <laughs> you. I think you've altered the course of the evening quite enough. My pleasure, ladies. Remember, any time, any place. Waterloo, Eddie Reed, at your service. Enjoy the show. What a stroke of luck! Oh yes. Come on, Susan. Starting in five minutes. A glorious feast of deception, intrigue, and mayhem. Or put another way, a normal day at the office. Daunt and Dervish by Guy Meredith, with Anna Massey as Josephine Daunt and Frances Barber as Susan Dervish. Episode one: In questionable shape. To be or not. To be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles. Sorry, 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 bravo, encore, brother. To die, to sleep. Honestly, to fall asleep. I just wasn't brought up in a theatre household, apart from a panto at Christmas, of course. And in the front row. Oh, it's all that ranting on. And I don't know much about Shakespeare, but isn't Hamlet supposed to be well, youthful? Well, so many actors were lost during the war, or they're still finding their feet again. That's how Calloway's got this second chance after long oblivion. Oh, he—he he may be a little mallard, but it's just so wonderful to see him tread the boards again. And audiences have been starved of theatre for so long. This pub is certainly back. A quick one before last orders. Come on, Kate. I don't want to drink. It'll do you good. Help you unwind. I am not ten. Look, it's Laertes and Ophelia. I beg your pardon. Characters in the play. Oh, of course I knew that. Uh, sorry, could I come through? Oh, please do. And might I just say you were marvellous. Oh, 
Oh, thank you. Very kind. Both of you. Thanks very much. Mm. Last order. Oh, there we go. Quick, what are you having? Oh, I don't know. Tonic water or something. Ah, oh, when the lights go up on Theatre Land, it's a measure that London has truly returned to normal. That and the rising crime rate. Which brings me back to the subject of office organisation. Susan, is this going to turn into another talk about Bill? Only insofar as the place is falling apart without him. I'll say this for the last time. I am not having Bill Mackey back, even if we knew where he was. Look, I don't want to make a thing of it. Then don't. But the problem with you and Bill was... That we mixed business and pleasure. Never fall for a colleague. That was the golden rule when we were in special ops, wasn't it? But we're not in special ops anymore. We're running an understaffed detective agency. And if you and Bill hadn't fallen out on Burns Night over the possible link between Oakmill and the failure of the Jacobite Rebellion... He started it going on about the English oppressors. Whiskey had been drunk. And illicit, unrationed whiskey at that. When something's been distilled in a bath, it's bound to cause arguments. No. No, it had been coming for some time, and not just the old enemy thing. Bill simply wasn't designed for long-term relationships. So good luck to him, wherever he is. If we need a new assistant, we'll advertise. Now, given the hour, I suggest we share a taxi. All right, whatever you say. Oh, there's one coming along now. Yes, but that man over by the theatre might take it. That man's Ronald Calloway. So it is. He looks even older. I mean, more distinguished, out of makeup. Preoccupied, almost as if he hadn't got out of character. Is he reciting a speech or reading something? Well, either way, he'd better watch out because the taxi. <gasps> oh, my God! Oh, Mr. Galloway! <laughs> that was close, Mr. Galloway. Are you hurt? No, no, I don't think so. Why are you two oh. playing at? You want to hail a cab? The accepted method is to raise your arm, not throw yourself under it. Well, let me help you out. Thank you. Committing suicide, do it on the tube. Whole system grinds to a halt. We get the business. Can you stand? Uh, yes, but uh, there was a letter. I was reading a letter. I'm lying next to it. Uh, um, might I have it, please? Here. And I have to say, Mr. Gallagher, it seems your need for help is only just beginning. Smart, experienced professional wanted to organise busy, comma, successful detective agency, full stop. Phone Covent Garden 3541. What do you mean, higher rate? Other more than 15 words. Very well. And um, take out successful. The office is through here. Oh. The rest is my flat. I must say it's a great honour to have you here. I wasn't at all sure about coming, but I awoke this morning... No, not awoke, for I had no sleep. Lunchtime edition. That's fine. Good morning, Mr. Galloway. Miss Derbish, I must express my renewed gratitude for saving my life. Not at all. <laughs> but now it is no longer my life that needs rescue, is it? It is my reputation. You may know nothing of the theatre business and of my humble part in it. I am a simple toiler before the footlights who throws himself unprotected upon the merciless judgment of audiences and critics. And yet, 
I venture to have... Uh, I have, over the years, achieved a certain success. Oh, I should say so. Why, I, I remember... Please, please. The war years were, let us be honest, professionally lean. Endless concert tours, soliloquies to restive conscripts, warm-hearted comedies for war-weary civilians. But now, at last, my career is resurgent. And then comes this letter. Yes. I haven't ceased to brood over its content, but can you provide the help I need? Well, nothing can be guaranteed, of course, but... The agency's been in existence for two years now. We like to feel that we've a good track record. Busy, very busy. Yes, but, forgive me, detectives on the distaff side? Susan worked undercover in France from 1942 onwards. I was her controller here in London. I see. Besides which, your eyes have fallen on something that was meant for mine only. Very well. I have no option. I must trust you. Might I see the note? Ah, here. Take the hateful thing. It was delivered to the stage door during the performance. The doorman apparently went off to the lavatory, and when he returned, there was the envelope, addressed to me. Interesting. He has a notoriously weak bladder. No, sorry, I meant the, the, the note itself. The paper's brittle, slightly yellowed. It's much older than the envelope. And a different typewriter has been used on each. Yes, I... Uh, I noticed that, too. Uh, but it's the content. The awful content. May I? It's unsigned, naturally. Have you any idea who the note might have come from, Mr. Calloway? Ronald, please. No, only that it's somebody who's desperate for money. Has no option but to make the truth public unless you are willing to buy my silence. What are they referring to? I... I don't know. Mr. Calloway, Ronald, you'll have to be candid if you want us to investigate. But I don't want you to investigate. I want you to pay. Pay? When I said we were busy, I didn't mean we had surplus income. No, pay the money on my behalf. Here, um, 50 pounds. Deliver this for me, please. But why? The note says, meet me at the Savoy at 6.30. By that hour, I must be in the theatre. Whatever else, my public comes first. Mr. Calloway, in our experience, giving in to blackmailers' demands is not a good idea. It must be done. And done discreetly, drawing the minimum of attention. Easily said. But the Savoy Hotel is a rather public place. Uh, perhaps so. But it is not the Savoy Hotel that is being referred to. The establishment in question can be found in German Street. Number 53. An affair with a married woman. Oh, Josephine. Well, why not? Girls swooned when he was on stage. That's as maybe, and we're certainly talking about illicit love. But it's the one you know that dare not speak its name. I think you're jumping to conclusions. Everything about him. The way he doesn't put his arms through his overcoat sleeves, for instance. He's theatrical, that's all. I'm not a prude. One has no queers. You just don't want it to be someone who gave you hot flushes as an adolescent, is that it? Here we are, number 53 German Street, the Savoy Turkish Baths. 
Now are you convinced? Oh, well, in that case... Don't get me wrong. I feel sorry for him. It's ridiculous that homosexuality is against the law, and on top of that, to be blackmailed... Just when his career is taking off again. Mm. This place looks closed, doesn't it? Well, the door's shut. But that might simply mean they don't want every Tom, Dick and Harry walking in. Well, perhaps they do. But they don't want us. Besides, we'd stand out a bit wrapped in towels and holding a wad of ten-pound notes. What's the time? Almost 6.30. I suggest we knock. Excellent. A plan. <gasps> that wasn't me. That wasn't you either. It's opening. Oh, there, there's someone. Oh, oh my God. Oh, he's bleeding. He's... Denny Pierce, age 38. Previous criminal record, extensive. Inspector, we have been through all this. Assault, theft, robbery with violence. Could we not at least be allowed home to clean up? This man collapses and dies, naked as it happens, in your arms. We don't need to look for the murder weapon, at least, because it's still in his back. Or was. Standard kitchen knife, four-inch blade, no prints. Well, it is ostensibly a bathhouse after all. Plenty of opportunity to wipe them off. Inspector Braithwaite, it was both tragic and, believe me, traumatic. But apart from witnessing the man's death, it has absolutely nothing to do with us. Of course not. Never does with you two, does it? Just a coincidence, I suppose. It must have been. Miss Dervish, Mrs. Dalt, the Savoy Turkish Baths is a meeting place notorious for its moral depravity. Those men are doing nothing untoward. Nothing untoward. The only way they can do it is untoward. That's why they throng there. Except, of course, today, because when we arrive, what do we find? Not a soul. Not a soul amongst the polished and steaming tiles, stained only with the trail of Denny Pierce's blood. How do you explain that? Obviously, we can't. Really? Right. Let's have the name of your client. Inspector, you know very well that is not possible. Oh, isn't it? Well, let me make myself clear. One dead villain doesn't bother me. I'm happy to see the last of him. What I care about is my reputation. And believe me, if I have to trample all over you, your agency and your precious client to find the killer, I will have no hesitation whatsoever. <laughs> appreciate your agency background, but you are talking about a literary agency. They may promote crime novels, but... Look, if I tell you that I've just had my best blouse soaked in blood and I'm out of clothing coupons, does that put things in perspective? Not at all. Thank you for ringing. Oh, changed at last. Here, I'll lend you a dress. Thanks. <clears throat> so, uh, what did we tell Ronald Calloway? That he's graduated from blackmail victim to primary suspect in a murder inquiry? That's not entirely true. The police don't have his name. And besides, he has the perfect alibi. He was on stage at the time. Stabbing other people? One other person. All right, but that wouldn't stop him hiring a hitman, would it? To kill Denny Pierce? But then why would he give us the £50? 
No, no, that doesn't hold together. And think of the blackmail note itself. There was an almost apologetic tone about it, wasn't there? I shall have no option but to make the truth public. Well, from the little we know of Pierce, does he sound like the polite type? Then if Pierce wasn't the blackmailer, who was? And where was he at 6.30? Well, that I don't know. But it's nine o'clock now, and Ronald Calloway will be off stage in an hour or so. So I suggest another visit to the old Vic. All right. How do I look in this? Rather more elegant than usual. <laughs> but um, I was thinking of going alone. If there's any theatre talk to be made, I'm probably in a better position to make it. Meet me outside the theatre at 10.30. And in the meantime, I'll handle the unsuitable applicants for the assistance job. Thank you very much. Daunton Dervish, hello? Hello? Susan? Yes? It's Bill Mackey. Bill, where on earth are you? And come to that, where the hell have you been? Go thy ways to a nunnery. Where's your father? At home, my lord. Let the doors be shut upon him, that he may... That he may play the fool nowhere but in his own house. Farewell. Oh, help him, you sweet heaven. Yes, lend him a script. <laughs> Not continue. But you must, Ronald. They were being horribly cruel. I'm going to pieces. Well, at least that's in the part, isn't it? Tell me, when did the latest blackmail note arrive? I was here, in my dressing room, before the performance. You know me. Please don't think I'll give up. It is driving me insane. Plain yellow paper, as if it had been written years ago, but not sent. But, Ronald, it says here that you know the blackmail. How could I? It's unsigned. Damn this makeup. Oh, here. Let me help you remove it. I want you to be honest with me. This extortion is over a relationship, isn't it? With another man. It... Yes, it... It might be. That's all right, Ronald. I understand. We've all chosen unsuitable partners. Now, think... Cast your mind back before the war. Is there an old lover who's likely to be vindictive? Before the war? Well, I may be wrong in this, but it's a theory. Whoever typed these notes originally had second thoughts about sending them. Because before the war, you were out of work. You wouldn't have had the money to pay a blackmailer. That's true. So they waited patiently. And now that you're the toast of the town again, they're finally delivering them. Uh, Ronnie, I... Oh... Hello. Um, am I interrupted? Not at all. I'm just helping Mr. Calloway remove his makeup. So I see. Uh, Michael Jenner, by the way. Laertes. Yes. We met very briefly in the pub across the road yesterday. Josephine Dornot. Oh, pleased to meet you. Uh, look, Ronnie, Kate and I were just wondering if you were feeling okay. I'm fine, dear boy, fine. It's just that you seemed a little off tonight. Well, tiredness, that's all. <laughs> if you say so. Well, rest up. Matinee tomorrow. Uh, good night. Good night. He seems surprised. Uh, it's not often I have women so close. Oh. Off stage, that is. And what I wouldn't have given to be doing this 30 years ago. 
But now, Ronald, think back. These demands aren't going to cease until we find the blackmailer. So you decided to come back? Just today. Glasgow's in my blood. But it seems London's in my bones somehow. <laughs> but, Bill, why did you disappear? It wasn't just that Burns Night row, was it? An innate perverseness of nature, I suppose. When things are going well, I somehow believe it won't last. So I up sticks before they're up for me. I regretted it almost as soon as I'd done it, but then pride wouldn't let me come back. <laughs> How is Josephine? Hurt. Badly? Well, if I tell you she's pursuing a matinee idol who has since turned out to be homosexual, that may give you some idea. <laughs> I tried to put her out of my mind. Didn't manage it, though. And then, when you walked through the buffet door, somehow she was there with you. This is her dress. Oh, thought you were looking smart. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize to her, Susan. I'm sure you do. But let me prepare the ground first, would you? Because, Bill, we need you too. We need your expertise. Just at the moment, we've got a black man on one hand and a dead gangster on the other. A dead gangster? Anyone I know? A man named Denny Pierce. Denny Pierce? Oh, dear Susan, if you've crossed swords with the Pierce brothers, then you really do need my help. Jack Pierce? But surely the dead man was called Denny, yes. Brother of the more ruthless. Jack Pierce operates out of Limehouse. Disappointed in his younger sibling's unorganized crime, as well as his sexual preference, but at the same time, very big on family. And your friend thinks he might be out for revenge? Which, given that we were apparently the only people in the vicinity of the Savoy Turkish Baths at the time, rather puts us under the spotlight. And who exactly is this well-informed friend? Oh, nobody would know. Anyway, what about Calloway? Did he provide you with any leads? No, no. Complete amnesia on the antebellum front. Does that mean he can't help or won't? Well, to be perfectly honest, I'm not absolutely sure. Which is why I think we should look in here. The Salisbury? The Salisbury. Best known watering hole in the West End for actors and the like. If there's any gossip going, this is where we should pick it up. Two gins and tonics, please. Few diddles, that'd be Madsa Karoon. Sorry? Half a crown, dear. Love your clobber. Oh, thanks. Uh, it's hers, actually. Thought as much. Josephine, when you say actors and the like... Mm -hmm. Nothing. What are you looking for? A face I don't know. The place is full of celebrities. But if we need someone who can cast light on Ronald Calloway's youthful love life, they'll have to be of a certain age. That's true. Excuse me. Yes, what is it? Did I hear you pronounce the words Ronald Calloway? Good Lord, it's... That is not a name which will make you many friends in this establishment. Noel Coward. Oh, yes? Recognition at last. Uh, may I ask what your connection is with Cad Calloway? It's a, a rather delicate matter, but um, perhaps you could help us. We're private detectives. Ronald Calloway is being blackmailed. Uh, 
Ronald Calloway is being blackmailed. Yes. Why is that funny? <laughs> well, to be frank, this is not the best place to speak of it. However, if Belgravia wouldn't be too far out of your way, I think I may be able to enlighten you further. Unfortunately, I have no driver at present, but we could take a taxi. Ronald Calloway, it has first to be stated, is an aging ham. And to pursue the culinary metaphor, not a very savoury one either. Martini? Oh, thank you. Not savoury? How do you mean? He has done things which, if not unspeakable, are at least unrepeatable. Unrepeatable? Couldn't you force yourself? You contend that he is being blackmailed. I have to say that I find that most unlikely. Why? Because in such a transaction, Ronald Calloway would traditionally have been the active partner. I don't understand. Wait a minute. You're surely not implying... I am rather afraid that I surely am. I mixed them dry. I hope that's acceptable. Hold on. Implying what? That Ronald Calloway is a blackmailer. Is, I don't know. But was, yes, certainly. I'm sorry. Have you proof? I? No. I was always very circumspect in my dealings with young Ronald. But there were others who were not so. You mean... He was blackmailing them over their affairs with him. It is one thing to break a foolish law, quite another to break a moral code. Even if one's career has waned and one is short of money. But Ronald Calloway, uh, this is, is... Hard to believe. Appearances can be deceptive. He is an actor, after all. And I could name to you, though I shan't, half a dozen fellow thespians who in the past received threatening demands from him. So Calloway was the blackmailer. And now? Mrs. Daunt, you look crestfallen. Yes, a little. More than a little. I know how you feel only too well. Human nature, I'm afraid, regularly disappoints. Allow me to accompany your melancholy. When the day is dawning, see the policeman yawning on his lonely beat. Gay lady, Mayfair in the morning, hear your footsteps echo in the empty street. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner that I love London town. St. Benedict's Limehouse. An ultimate resting place of. Ah. Who's that? Who's there? Mrs. Pierce, isn't it? Mm. My name's Bill Mackey. I'd come to pay my respects to Denny. My son. And I was wondering whether Jack was around. No, he ain't. He ain't been here all day. If you want to pay your respects, you can kneel down here and pay them. Of course. So Calloway had the affairs when he was successful, and then after his career slump, sent out the blackmail notes. I've been a fool. Not really, Josephine. Who would have guessed it? After all these years, someone is sending those very notes back to him. They were unsigned, after all. They just needed fresh envelopes. He duped us. Or he duped me. He wanted to buy the blackmailer off. That's why he employed us. Except that whoever's returning the notes might not even want the money. It might just be spite. 
But who could blame them? Oh, Josephine, I'm sorry. Seems I'm not the world's best judge of character. Don't say that. It's not true. First Bill, then Ronald Calloway. There's no comparison to be made. Look, it'll make you feel any better. Yes, you're right. We'll have to confront Calloway. Undoubtedly, but that isn't what I was about to say. There's a matinee later on. We should be at the theatre. We can discuss that in the office. But before that, listen... Remember I said that I met a friend last night? Yes. Well, I was going to wait for a better moment to tell you this. Wait a minute. But you think I should wait for a better moment? No, there's a man up there on the landing, next door to my flat. Ah, yes, so there is. Oh, I admire your note of casual intrigue. I know you've seen a whole German patrol off with nothing but a felled tree and a pile of rocks. Unfortunately, we have neither to hand. Josephine, don't panic. I know who it is. You know? It's what I was just trying to tell you. The man I saw last night was Bill. Bill? And that must be him up there. Now then, ladies, no whispering. Or possibly not. Bill? Hello. What do you mean? At your service. I've come about the job. Oh, Denny, he never hurt a fly. A little assault and battery from time to time, but nothing more. So who would want to hurt him? That's the question, isn't it? Hundreds have visited here. Hundreds. Mrs. Pierce, where could I find Jack? I don't know. It's just that... I'd like to help you find Denny's killer. Help me? How? There's two friends of mine who found him. Well, they're unclear. They have no motive. But perhaps I could narrow the search down. You see, I have a theory. What sort of theory? Mrs. Pierce, you come from a respected criminal family. I'm proud of it. Of course. But the underworld isn't what it was. During the Blitz, pickings were easy. Every man for himself and plenty for all. These days, London is being divided up. There's no room for loose cannons. You mean Denny? Yes, what if he got in the way? Stepped on someone's toes. Whose? I'm not sure. Someone from a rival outfit, maybe? The Deacon mob? The Rubens? The O'Rourke's? Possibly, yes. I'd have not finished. I'd have not strung up by the ears. Quite rightly. When's the funeral, Mrs. Pierce? This afternoon. There'll be plumed horses the lot. A procession. All the way down Commercial Road. And everyone who's anyone will be there. Oh, they'd better be. We'll see you right, Denny. And if there were any absences from the funeral? Absences? Yes, the deacons, the Rubens, the O'Rourke's. If anyone were to have the effrontery not to turn up, who'd be the enforcer? How do you mean? Who'd take revenge? Who'd defend Denny's memory? Well, Jack, of course. Of course. What are you getting at? Nothing, Mrs. Pierce. Nothing at all. Saw your advert in the paper, didn't I? I thought I'd come in person, get ahead of the queue. You really want to work for us? Of course I do. There's no one better qualified. I know London like the back of my hand. Yes, but Eddie, there is the question of probity. What's that then? It's like a trial period or something. I mean, you haven't always earned your living on the right side of the law. Well, exactly, and I've never been caught, neither. I suppose that's true. Well, I don't mind doing a bit of probity, neither, if that's what you want. 
Eddie, go and make the tea or something, would you? Fair enough. Me own brew, coming right up. What do you think, Susan? I realise that he might not be the ideal choice, but... Josephine, weren't you listening to me? I told you, Bill is back in London. Yes, well, that's as maybe, but... If we're giving the job to anyone, it should be him. To Bill? Oh, come on! I really don't think I'm ready to work again with Bill, if I'm ready to see him at all. Josephine, be a little more forgiving. Hello, Dalton Dervish, Waterloo Edward Reed at your service. Bill's ready to apologise, and he wants to help us out. Thank you. I'll pass that on. Eddie, what is it? Uh, sir, Gazer didn't give his name. Brief message, though. Uh, I know who's sending the notes. What? I know who's sending the notes. That's what he said. Then he hung up. Theatrical-sounding bloke, I'd say. Ronald. No idea. Now, uh, that tea won't make itself. No, leave it, Eddie. It's 2.30. The matinee should be starting. Come on. To the old Vic. According to Noel Coward, Ronald's youthful lovers are either dead or playing in rep or both. Yes. So he's not receiving the notes direct. There's an intermediary. Someone within the theatre. Well, that was what we overlooked. We assumed that because the first note was delivered to the stage door, they were coming from the outside. But if they're arriving in the dressing room and Ronald thinks he knows who's delivering... Then it's a member of the cast. Very possibly. There's a taxi. Hello? Oh, it's stopping anyway. There's someone in it. Oh, no. Take a driver. Take the change. Josephine, how are you? I am quietly furious. I can understand that. I am teetering on the edge of the incandescent. I can just about understand that. And I'm in a hurry. Driver, the old bit. Right you are. Hop in. Uh, I take it you didn't manage to prepare the ground then, so... Not exactly. And if you go upstairs, I'm afraid you'll find your jobs being filled. Really? Well, that might not be an altogether bad thing. For what I have to do, I could use a helping hand. Susan, are you coming? What is he whose grief bears such an emphasis, whose phrase of sorrow conjures the wandering stars and makes them stand like wonder-wounded hearers? This is I, Hamlet. The devil take thy soul! been in regular touch with Bill. When he phoned last night, it was a complete surprise. Oh, very well. I'll take your word for it. For the rest, we'll have to postpone discussion. Because if Ronald Calloway really thinks he knows who his tormentor is, he's capable of just about anything. When I last saw him, his reason was already beginning to ebb away. All right, but who is it? Actually, I'm beginning to have certain suspicions. Go on, then. Ladies, ladies, I, I, I can't let you into the auditorium. The play is in progress. Can you fetch the theatre manager? I'm the manager. And what a performance Mr. Calloway is giving. He's not nervous? Distraught? No, he's acting his heart out. It's as if he was Hamlet. The brooding, the passion, the thirst for vengeance. Dear, I'd like to see his dressing room, please. I beg your pardon? It really is very important. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
You're saying we're going to this so-called bathhouse? We take our clothes off? Well, I can hardly harangue the clientele fully dressed, can I? What do you need me for? I want you to watch the rear entrance. Well, I fear about that, mate. I mean that the day Denny Pierce was killed, the bathers simply evaporated. Josephine and Susan were at the front, so they could only have got out the back. It's understandable. They have enough trouble with the police as it is. But there were witnesses, I'm sure of it. If only they can be persuaded to come forward. Well, I don't know. You want to be in the detective business, don't you? Well, I'm not so sure now. I mean, the real reason I applied for this job, it was because of my missus. You're a family man, she said. It's time you went straight. Really? How ironic. Get up now. Your career is finished. It's typed on modern paper this time. Yes. But who would send Mr. Calloway such a note? Josephine, you said you had an idea. Yes, it's motive, you see. That's the question. Who's the understudy for the role of Hamlet? Michael Jenner. I suspected as much. Currently playing Laertes. Yes. Hmm. If Mr. Calloway is indisposed for any reason, Michael takes over, while another understudy fills in for his role. So for Michael Jenner, it would be a big break. He would do anything possible to prevent Calloway appearing. Or simply to ruin his confidence. I'm certain Michael Jenner is behind these notes. Then you're wrong. Miss Renshaw. It's not Michael. It's me. I sent them. A failure, isn't it? And I fear something dreadful is about to happen on stage. I'll be your foil, Laertes. In my ignorance, your skill shall, like a star in the darkest night, stick fiery off indeed. You mock me, sir. No, by this hand. Give them the It was all because of my father. He was an actor, too, and he'd had a youthful indiscretion with Calloway before he married. And Calloway blackmailed him. You can imagine the consequences. His marriage failed. And with it, his confidence. He could no longer get parts. I knew nothing of this at the time, but before he died, he passed the blackmail notes on to me. And I swore to him that Calloway would know what persecution is like. And Calloway's no idea of the connection. No. I changed my name before embarking on the stage. But Calloway thinks it was Jenna returning the notes for the same reasons we did. All right, but what can go wrong on stage in front of an audience full of people? Have you seen the play? Yes, well, that's it. Begin! <laughs> This is sword fight. And you, the judges, bear a wary eye. We have to do something. Someone could get seriously hurt. But those swords, the tips are covered, aren't they? Well, Michael says by the look of it, but Calloway is... Calloway's going to kill him. I'll go. You can't run on stage like that. All right, Kate, give me your dress. What? You can have this one. It's Josephine's anyway. Pass me that foil. No! Judgment? A hit! Very palpable hit! It was too. I'm bleeding. What are you doing, Ronnie? This is a hamlet they'll remember forever! Another hit! What say you? A touch! A touch! I do confess. Ophelia! Indeed! Tis I back from a watery grave. Is that right? Did I drown? Well, yes, but what on earth are you doing here? A play which boasts a male ghost in an earlier section should have another. We women have a right to resurrection. Stop. You're spoiling everything. And now, put down your swords. <laughs> it's here the fighting stops. Let peace prevail, or else we'll call the cops. Thank you.
it was Jack Pierce who killed his own brother. Yes. Well, not intentionally, mind. According to the witnesses who came forward, an argument broke out. It had no doubt been brewing for some time. Jack wanted crime to be a business, and Denny, with his flamboyant lifestyle, was drawing too much attention. When did you realize the truth? While I was speaking to the mother, the suspicion dawned. If Jack pinned the death on a rival gang, he could start a tough war. It obviously dawned on Mrs. Pierce, too, because it was she who called the police to the funeral. That's quite a tragic story in itself. So, what happened to Waterloo Eddie? I'm not sure. When I last saw him, he was a pair of skinny legs and an apprehensive face above a bath towel. <laughs> what about you two? I hear the old Vic production closed. Only temporarily. After yesterday's inimitable performance, they've decided to make some changes. Not using Susan's pantomime ending, I should add. I thought it was a definite improvement myself. Anyway, as chance would have it, they're casting for a new King Lear in Penzance. Ronald Calloway's in with a good chance, apparently. So Michael Jenner will play Hamlet after all. While Kate Renshaw mulls over the lesson that life can imitate art a little too closely. Good. All's well that ends well, eh? <laughs> so, I'd better be off. No, wait a minute. Waterloo Eddie's obviously been put off detective work for good, which means we still need an assistant, don't we? Well, I, I suppose. So you could come back, Bill, if you want. Hold on. Shouldn't we discuss this? Josephine. No, no, she's right. Important decision. I'll look out of the window. He promised me an apology. I haven't had it yet. Oh, for goodness sake, we need him. But what if he walks out again? All right. Bill? Yes? Do you take this job as your lawful employment, in decent cases and lousy ones, risking your skin for as much money as we can afford and without giving up on it? I do. Josephine, do you accept this man back under those terms? Very well. I do. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. What do we celebrate with? Tea? Actually, I managed to smuggle a model of Glenmore. Go in, ain't Go your lallies and troll off. Where is she? Over, under, round about. Yeah, boy. Yes, Gov, six minutes ago. If you're playing spot the queen, perhaps outside the Salisbury pub isn't the best place. Really? However, may I make a proposition? What sort of proposition? Do you drive by any chance, dear boy? Drive? Yeah, of course. Excellent. I have need of a driver. Here is no coward, innit? I love your stuff. How's it go? Englishman of power, we'll snore